Welcome to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Today on the show, we have Darren Smith. His company is called Craftsman Creative. And what they do is they give creators and creative business owners a blueprint to get their desired outcomes. Now, just before we started, we were talking about some recent pivots you've had to make. Yeah, I started Craftsman Creative in about right like two weeks after the pandemic hit the US. So it's a great time to start a creative business, a new endeavor. And I mean, I've been doing creative work for about 17 years now. So I'm familiar with what that's like and how long it can take to get something built up. But for the first year or so, I was doing courses because everything was shut down and I could I knew I could do those with other people remotely or like very safely in the same room. And then in 2021, Craftsman Creative expanded into like my personal brand. So I wrote a book called Craftsman Creative. I started a community, I had started a newsletter, like I did all the things and was trying really, really hard with lots of focus to grow this to like a sustainable business, just so I had something other than my main gig, which is film producing. So it was only recently, like the last four months or so, where I realized that I was trying to, even though I was helping creators and artists and creative business owners, it still was too broad. And so it was another effort of, okay, how do I get even more niched down? How do I focus even more on the offer, the audience, the way that I'm gonna reach them, like the channel that I'm choosing and just doing less. And what was crazy is that by doing less, I was actually able to get better results because of how focused it all was. So it's been a nice reminder that that's an important thing to do in business is to get really specific about who you serve and how you help them. So what did that focus look like? What was that process? Yeah, it was really aligning the work that I wanted to be doing, like the outcomes for myself with the people that I wanted to serve. And for me personally, in this business, it was about kind of going up the chain, so to speak. So we've, we've heard this thing called the sales ladder, right? And a lot of businesses will start at the bottom and then like upsell, 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 upsell to get people to those high ticket offers. I was doing this show, this podcast called the 10K Creator with my friend Joe Polizzi. And the whole idea was I was kind of being the audience surrogate and saying, I don't know how to do this creator thing. I'm a film producer. I've produced three movies. I've done four seasons of television. I've run creative businesses, but I don't know the content game. I've never cracked that one. So help me out. So I was coming in at like 2000 email subscribers and about $1,500 a month saying, help me get to 10,000 and 10,000 a month, right? 10,000 email subscribers, 10K a month. That was the, the behind the name was the 10 of the 10K creator show. So from the three months or so that we ran that show, my revenue went from 1500 a month to 15,000 a month. So we just added a zero. So that was amazing. And it unlocked some potential for me going, oh, I was trying to do, I was operating on hard mode, right? I was trying to grow based on scale and based on tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. And he's like, you don't have that type of business. So if you want 10,000 a month, you can either wait until your audience is 50,000, 100,000 people, or flip the script a little and go out and figure out how to get more leverage with the audience you do have. And that's what worked really well. I mean, most of my clients came from like one podcast episode. So it was just like, oh, do more of what works, less of what doesn't, focus on the high leverage uses of my time. 
And I mean, the proofs is in the results, right? Like I'm, I'm living proof that like this can work for a business that has a small following. So how did you get that podcast into in front of the right people? Yeah. Well, that one podcast was an appearance that I did on another show called the grow your video business podcast. And that one, one appearance represented to date. And this was last June, I think when I did that show. So not even a year has represented 25 grand of revenue into my business from one hour on one show. And then the rest came from this 10 K creator show that I did with Joe. And so part of that partnership with Joe was I'll do all the work. I know how to produce podcasts and record video and do the editing and all that stuff. So I'll handle all the work. You just show up for an hour, 10 times. And he said, great, but I don't want to do it unless we can go get sponsors first. And I was like, okay, man, if you think you can go raise 50 grand worth of sponsors for a season of a show that doesn't exist yet, by all means. So he goes out and he's like, I'm going to sell three sponsorship slots for the entire season. He went out. The first three people he went to said yes at 15,000 a pop for a brand new show that didn't exist yet. Like I'm doing the mind blown emoji with my hands here because I didn't think that was possible. But the reason I partner with Joe is because he's got 250,000 followers on LinkedIn and 150,000 on Twitter and an email list of tens of thousands of people. And he's been doing this stuff for a long time, probably 10 years longer than I have. So I knew that it was going to be a really good partnership and that the show, like the concept of the show was a good idea too. So that certainly helped. I didn't go out and find how to get 25,000 downloads in the first season or 45 grand worth of sponsorships. That was all him and his team, but it was strategic on my part as far as who I was choosing to partner with for that idea. How did the show turn out? Really, really well. We've got people begging us for season two and the show ended in December of last year, 2022. So we did 10 episodes and then a bonus episode, which was like a Q and a live Q and a show for episode 11. And the goal was to try to get season two right on the heels, like February of this year. But Joe just had another book come out. He, a second edition of his book, Epic content marketing just came out a month or two ago. And then like literally on Sunday, as we're recording this, I'm hopping on a plane to go to Cleveland because he runs the creator economy expo CEX. So that's an annual event, which is like the premier event for content creators and those who want to be creative business owners. And I went last year. That's where I met Joe in person. And that's what turned into the podcast. And I had a bunch of other opportunities come from that. So I'm going again. So between those two things on his plate, he was like, dude, I don't, I do not have bandwidth for another season right now. So we are going to do another season. It's just a matter of when probably in the next month or two, we'll kick things off for season two. So it was just you, you and Joe one-on-one -on -one digging in. What topic were you guys digging into? Yeah, it's about how to turn your creative endeavors into a creative business. So he calls those individuals content entrepreneurs. I like the term creative entrepreneurs because I work with artists and musicians and filmmakers and things like that. And we like those of us in those spheres don't really call what we do content, right? Content tends to be more like social media or blogging or video on YouTube, those kind of things. There's nothing good or bad about either category, but Basically, the idea of the show was if you're a, a content creator or a creative entrepreneur who wants to turn it into a successful business that's paying for your lifestyle full time, how do you do that? Like, what are the principles? 
what are the processes? What are the systems? What are the things that you need to do? And so it was literally like, Joe, teach me your ways. Like he's the, the Yoda to my Luke Skywalker, right? I'm just like, I'm new here. Teach me the ways of the force. And he did. And then there were four episodes where he brought in what he called guest experts. So we had people like Jay Klaus and Daphne Gomez and Alexis Grant. And then who I mentioned earlier, Brian Clark, they came in and did four of the episodes where they were giving me their input. So it was basically like an hour long coaching call or strategy call that I was then publishing to the world. And it turned out really great. It was exactly what I was hoping for because I was in a position of, I know how to produce a podcast, but I don't know how to turn this stuff into say 10,000 a month, which is a pretty sustainable revenue. And then everybody taught me how to do it. And then it turned out that it worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. And I'm sure everybody who was listening was getting the same education you were. Mm -hmm. That was really the point, right? Is that I'm in a position where I have this connection with Joe. I have this idea. I'm good on camera and good on audio. Like I can be a good co-host and an audience surrogate so that I'm asking the questions that I know they have, but I'm also going through it in real time. So I was the guinea pig. I was like, if you tell me that I need to create more lead magnets and put them on every page of my site, I'm going to do that. And then the next week was me doing whatever Joe said. And by the end of 10 episodes, I had a completely different business because it finally had all of the pieces that I was missing for years before that. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting that a whole concept. Yeah. So what advice would you have for a new entrepreneur or some young entrepreneurs out there? So much. We, we could spend hours on that. So for new entrepreneurs, there are the, the most important thing is mindset. I say this quote over and over again. It comes from Tony Robbins. He says that success is 80% mindset, only 20% strategy and skills. But the strategy and skills is the stuff that people are selling all the time. So that's what we think is the answer. So if you're trying to grow on Twitter, there's 100 people that will sell you a how to grow on Twitter course. That doesn't mean you're going to be successful. It means that you're going to grow on Twitter. But those two things are not always connected or correlated. And so understanding the mindset piece and two or three of the mindset pieces I think are really important. One is faith. One that like faith being that you have a belief that if you do this work, if you try really hard, if you get better every day, that there's going to be a desired result at the other end of that. So it's belief mixed with action. So it's not just like taking in more information and listening to more podcasts and reading more books. It's about implementing everything you learn. So that's one of the mindset pieces, faith. And then the other piece is resourcefulness and resilience. So like being patient, realizing it can take time. It might take a year or two or three for it to work out. Are you going to stick it out for a hundred episodes of your YouTube channel or your podcast or a hundred issues of your newsletter? Cause it might take that many for you to really get things to click and then getting resourceful. I think so many creators stop or don't even try because they look at someone else and go, well, I don't have what they have. I don't have the nice camera setup. I don't have the financing. I don't have the audience that they do. I don't have the experience or credentials that they do. And it, it's all different forms of imposter syndrome, but it's focusing on what we lack, the resources we don't have instead of focusing on the resourcefulness that you could implement in that scenario. So for me to go to Joe and say, hey, I would like to start a podcast. Well, I didn't just start my own from scratch. I went to somebody else who already had a podcast, 
already had an audience and already had connections that I don't have for sponsors and revenue and all those pieces. And I partnered with him. Did I make less than he did? Yes. Did I make more than I would have on my own? Absolutely. Probably $12,150 more because I probably would have made zero had I done it myself or had I not even tried because I don't have the resources that he has. So it's about getting resourceful and then coming up with ideas to pitch people or to put your offer out in the world and show people why they would benefit from working with you. So the mindset piece is like the most important. That's what I spend probably 80% of my time talking about in my coaching, my consulting, my content, because it's the most important piece. Then the strategy, it's just about figuring out what outcomes do you want? And then re two pieces of my five-part framework for building and growing creative businesses. And that's what I walk people through in order to get those outcomes. But once you have the mindset and the outcome piece in place, it kind of spreads apart at that point. There's very, there's like infinite paths you can take. So I don't like forcing people through like, hey, do these 10 have a business just like mine? Because what if they don't want a business just like mine? What if they want a business that they want? So it's been fun putting all of that framework together to help people. But that's really what I would say. Mindset and then outcomes, those are the first two steps. So if one of our listeners wanted to reach out to you for your help, how would they do so? Yeah, my email is darren at craftsmancreative.co. So I welcome emails. I love helping people one-on-one -on -one because I can put out content all day long, but if people don't read it, then they're not gonna benefit from it. If they don't do anything about it, then they're not gonna benefit from it. And so I've kind of shifted away from being a content generation machine to much more of the consulting and coaching side of things. Because I mean, just today I had a coaching call with a client who, reached his goal. His goal was $15,000 a month from, he, he does podcast producing. And when he started, he was hovering in that eight to 10,000 a month range and had been for the last two or three years and hadn't been able to unlock it. Today, after working together for about three months, the next three months of his revenue are tracking to be 16,000, 17,000, 17,000. So we did it because we met twice a month and I would tell him what I think he should do. And would help him unlock some of his limiting beliefs and some of his mindset stuff. And now he has a business that is firing on all cylinders and he has tons of potential for growth. So I like the one-on-one -on -one thing. The best way though to like come and get more of this stuff, I do these monthly workshops and they're free. They're about 90 minutes long. I walk through the entire framework that I've been talking about. And that's just at workshops.craftsmancreative.co. So if you come over there, you get time with me. There's Q&A. We hop on a group call at the end to like answer questions. It's a ton of fun. I do them every month because I just love working one-on-one -on -one with people. Well, now I'm convinced. I'm ready to hire you, Darren. <laughs> Let's do it, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Darren, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.